Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I am so excited to have this conversation with you today. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Okay, we have Henley, who is the co-founder of Fora Travel. And you have had 15 years in the travel industry. I think it's actually going closer to 20 now, but that just makes me really old to say. (laughs) I'm going with 15. So you started when you were 10. That's super cool. Yeah, basically. I'd love to know how you got into the travel industry because I don't, I think so many people now live their lives so much on social media, which is amazing. And that's kind of oftentimes how people find things that they want to do. But the travel industry has clearly been a huge booming industry that if you don't know anything about it, I think it's like a whole mystery to so many people. So if you could please give us some background on that because what you've been able to kind of transform it into is really incredible. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll start with saying how I got into it. It's like entirely by accident. I think there's like an assumption, especially for somebody who's like, like professional life revolves entirely around travel that like, oh, she like grew up jet setting around the world. And like, you know, that was my life as a kid, like totally not the case. Like I like didn't leave the country until, I don't know. I think it was like, like probably like 10 or 12 years old. And my parents had like rented a place in like a cabin in Canada. And we like drove all night to get to church on time there and had to sleep <laughs> in the parking lot of a gas station. Like these are my memories of travel. It was not like, oh, let's go off to France. Travel is something that I really like, like sort of was able to start doing more as I really started working in it, which happened by accident just when I was working at a travel magazine and which I really got hired as like an editorial assistant to do glamorous things like walk around holding pieces of paper and handing them to editors I was scared of. Totally true. Was this um, in New York? In, yeah, for Town & Country Travel Magazine. So oh, right I mean, that's lot. amazing. Yeah. RIP to what was the editorial industry and the glory of being a scared young employee because it really is the foundation of so many successful people who are adults now. It, it, you, learned, you learned fear and how to like get through it. So yep. it, that was kind of my first job and I just got it, you know, really out of like luck. And then my editor ended up starting a company that became a travel agency and I oh, just cool. learned by doing. So it was very different than how we train our advisors at Fora. It was like, okay, this is the job and you just need to figure out like how this works. And Mm -hmm. it was trial by fire and it was hard to sell, but it introduced me to this industry 
And like, once you're in, you never look back. And that was like, that was the beginning, the beginning of the end of me ever doing any other kind of job. So I think a lot of people don't understand like all the things that a travel agent does. Can you talk about like, cause it seems like something that's really only reserved for like the, you know, an elite small group of people. So can you really explain like what you do is that not for Fora, but what you're doing before? And is it something that's really like a luxury expensive experience or like, you know, what does that all look like? Yeah. So like, and I think that's a good question because people are really confused. Like travel agents, do you still exist? Like, I don't understand what you do. Like, how do you get paid? So one of the first things I like to explain to people is like literally how I like, let's just talk through how it works. Like I book hotels and plan vacations for clients. So Mm. They come to me, I help them sort it out, figure out where they're going. Like think of anybody, but it's like your person who's helping you with interior design or your wealth advisor. It's yeah. somebody, personal stylist, like somebody who like gets to know you and like match makes you with your best possible trip, which could be anything from like a super over the top, like amazing safari to like, Hey, like I'm tired. I want to get away with my husband for like a romantic staycation in my own city, but yeah. like what hotel should I do? The other big thing that people don't realize about it is that the hotels pay us, so you don't. So if I book you in a hotel, I'm getting you the same best available rate. I'm getting you those add-ons like the breakfast and the upgrade and like the $100 credit to go spend in the spa so you can relax. And then the hotel pays the advisor after you check out a percentage of commission. So very similar in a way to like real estate. And I think people understand. You're like, oh, you're not paying your real estate agent. Like the commission is just part of the price. I didn't realize that until recently because I've been like struggling with flights my entire life. And then I found a travel agent who just does my flights. And whenever I'm like, oh yeah, like let me email my travel. Everyone's like, oh my God, that's so rich. I was like, I don't pay her anything. (laughs) Like she just gets me the best deals. Yeah. Yeah. And flights, I will say, are the most challenging part. So if you've got somebody who's good at flights, like you have found something really special Yeah. because for a lot of people, they're like, all right, I just want to use my points for flights. But then it really comes down on the ground of like, what's right for you? Because the hotel that like you love in Italy might be very different than the one that somebody else does. And so the right kind of travel advisor is somebody who, again, you're not like the hotels are paying their commission, but they are matchmaking you up so that your trip works really well. But that that is what I do as my job. So it's not, it could be a big luxury thing, but most of my clients and like our advisors, they're planning all kinds of trips from like low key bachelorette parties to really like posh vacations. So tell me how Fora came to be. Well, so Fora came to be because I love this industry and I think it's a job that a lot of people could do. And the industry hasn't really worked that way traditionally. So there's been like very high barriers to entry. So you got to do it full time. Great. Go quit your job. Hope you can make your bills. You gotta be committed to really high sales goals. Hope you make it because <laughs> you, don't, you can't stay here, but you just quit your job. So good luck with that. And then very expensive training programs. So what I found is like there were lots of people out there who knew a lot about travel, who were maybe even like doing the work of like planning their vacations for their friends and their family. And they were like not getting paid for the work that they were doing. And they were being told by the industry, like either, no, you can't sit with us. You can't do this job because you're not, you don't have the ability to do it full time. Or like they didn't even know it was a job at all. And I think that's the other thing is like, people don't know we exist. I love saying I'm a travel agent because people are like, you're what? Like, I know. I don't think people really know how much travel (laughs) agents exist. Like if I told them I was Santa's elf, they might be more likely to believe me than when I'm a working travel agent. So really Fora came from that of just saying, like, I think that there's a lot of people out there that could do this and could do it well. I think there's 
Like it was also coming out of the pandemic, like a million and a half additional American women were out of the workforce, mm-hmm. lots of mothers. And I was like, hell, there's a lot of moms out there who have great networks, who maybe have been mommy tracked out of their jobs or don't want to go back to a corporate job. They're living remotely now. Like what are amazing jobs that we could create to give whoever women, men, anyone who loves travel, a way to work in travel, whether it's like a little or to start a whole new career. And that was how it all started. Well, that's what I, you know, we really want to emphasize on the pod today because I always say, we talked about this yesterday, like, your experiences and information that you have to share deserves to be monetized (laughs) as much as possible. So if you're someone who is putting together a travel guide on your blog or putting together travel guides and reels on your Instagram, but you're not monetizing off of that, and you're somebody who is entrepreneurial and looking to have a side hustle or wanting another way to bring in some income, Fora allows you to be an advisor to have an awesome experience where you can guide a friend or people within your network through a trip and you get paid for it. Yep. You actually get paid for the work you do, which I think is the way that things should be. And people like the way we have careers now is not the way that like our parents or our grandparents grew up where you're like only going to do one thing forever. I think it's like, what do you love? What do you like doing? And how do you make that work for you as a job and a career? Why would somebody want an advisor for a trip? Because you really, I don't think people understand how many things these people can like book and organize for you. So take us through that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those things I'm always surprised, like how many people are like, no, 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 I got this. Like they're just like cowboying their way through planning a trip. There's a lot of information out there. So I think having somebody who can filter through it for starters is like, it's like stuff like me. Like I am, I'm really bad at shopping. I don't want to go into like a bunch of different stores. I want somebody to kind of like tell, like be like, here's what you are going to want to wear. Don't waste your time. Travel advisors do that for clients. So get to know you, get to know your family, get to know your style, get to know your preferences. And then we can cut through the clutter for you and say, it's not like you're trying to figure out all of the hotels in St. Bart's. Like I can narrow it down and be like, this is the one that fits your budget. These are the ones that you're not going to like. This is the one that you might want to splurge on. We can actually sort of give you really curated recommendations. On top of that, it is like, it's the food. It's where are you eating? It's what are you doing in these By the way, what happens when you land at the airport? How are you getting from A to B? How are you getting to the hotel? So all of that stuff where it's really somebody who's going to like hold your hand and walk you through it as much or as little as you want. And I think that's the other thing that's important is some like every every client, every trip is different. Some people want a lot of handholding we can do that. You want everything planned out, like right to the moment Mm -hmm. done. But some people want just like match me up the right spot. And then I like want to wing it. And I think that's really important is that flexibility of like, you're not locked into a certain way that you work with a travel advisor. A travel advisor is really there to be like, how do I get you the trip that you want? Also travel super expensive these days. If you haven't noticed, everything is insane. So having somebody who can like help you figure out where to splurge, where to save, and like, make sure it's good. Cause if you're going to spend all that money, you're spending the money. I died laughing this summer because this poor girl posted a video on TikTok about going to Positano and like, <laughs> and like Capri. And like, I know because I've been there enough that it's not what it looks like on Instagram. It's a shit show. There yep. are thousands of stairs. Italians mm-hmm. don't explain a full story to you. They will often just drop you off at the top of thousands of stairs with your suitcase and be like, it's down there. And you're like, what? 
It's lines to get into restaurants. It's very expensive. It's not like, you know, and so she posts this video of like what it was really like to be in Positano. And everyone was like, you're ungrateful. And I was like, no, this poor girl is giving everybody a realistic view and not an Instagram view of what that trip is like. And so I think having an advisor via Fora to be like, hey, you're somebody who likes to travel like X, Y, and Z. That's not a place for you. You know, we, my husband's from Italy. We go there all the time. There are lots of places I tell certain friends, I'm not sending you there. I'm not recommending you go to this little town in Sicily. Like my girlfriend right now, she's looking for a honeymoon. She's like, oh, I want to go to this place in Sicily. I go, you don't want to go there. The towns around there are very touristy. The cool towns are far away. If it's a honeymoon, you're going to want to have sex and eat and chill. It's not the (laughs) nicest hotel to do that. You know, and I was like, by the way, the drive is three hours. Like I just, when she was like, oh, okay. Like, so this poor girl was about to spend thousands of dollars on a trip that she had seen on Instagram that looked a certain way, but the logistics of getting there were a nightmare. The logistics of being there were going to be a nightmare and it wasn't going to be the best hotel for what she was looking for. So truly investing and having someone who could help you book all these things for you, it's going to take your money so much further. Totally. And I think that is like, that's it. It's like Instagram versus reality thing. Your travel advisor is reality. Your travel advisor is the one to be like, whoa, wait a second. Mm -hmm. I don't think just because you saw it on Instagram or just because your friend went there and loved it, like that may not be the right thing for you. And you're right. Like it's expensive. So let's just do it right and make sure that you don't show up there and have that experience of going like, I didn't realize I like I was in Bhutan, I guess it was last month. And there was a couple who was at one of the lodges that I was staying at. And they were saying they were really upset because the roads are like very difficult. The driving is very difficult in Bhutan. It's like, you got to take the Dramamine. It's long to get everywhere. Amazing country, but you have to know about the drives. And they were upset because they didn't know that it was going to be so much driving and that the drives would be so curvy. And they just kind of weren't like, they still wanted to be on this trip, but nobody had like managed their expectations up front. And so instead of being just super stoked about their trip, they were like, were like nauseous from driving. All of that could have been managed if they booked with somebody who ahead of time had been like, Hey, let me just tell you what you're getting into. So I think all of that stuff, it's like expectation management. So you can make smart choices. I went on my baby moon when I was seven months pregnant and like 215 pounds and had to take two flights to the middle of Mexico to then get in a car and drive three hours to go to San Miguel de Allende where the side was San Miguel. Yes. Which when we got there, I was like, this is heaven on earth. But I was like, cause I was like, I'm not going to Cabo. I want to do something more interesting. And literally like the second plane ride, I was like, I am not in physical shape for this. Like I can barely breathe. <laughs> now I have to sit in another car and I had to walk around the town. I mean, I'm a trooper, but any <laughs> other pregnant person would have been like, we're pulling the plug now. I'm not even getting on <laughs> the second it. flight. Well, And that's the thing where it's like, somebody could have been like, all right, you want that like cool little town. You want this kind of thing. Well, Hey, like, how about you like Oaxaca. fly in <laughs> you drive into, drive into Todos Santos, yeah. which is like, so chic and so small and full of like art galleries, but it's a small town. There's not that much to walk around, but you're in a, so you can like get the vibes that you're looking for without the effort to get there. And that is like all of that curation. I think it's the kind of stuff like we carry it around in our heads so that we can tell it to you. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. 
Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Exclusive to my community only, Fora is gifting a complimentary month when you sign up to become a Fora advisor. So head to foratravel.com slash best and use code best at checkout to skip their 80,000 person wait list because you shouldn't have to wait to start your dream job in travel. So that's foratravel.com, which is F-O-R-A-T-R-A-V-E-L dot C-O-M forward slash B-E-S-T. Here's what I love so much about your programming. If you are a Fora advisor and someone says, I want to go to Alaska, but you've never been there, you have a beautiful solution for that. We do. And that's really like the beauty of building a big community is we are a community of sharers. So it is like, you know, everybody is there to work together. So we actually have an internal app. So we do destination trainings every week. We do supplier trainings every week. So we're actually bringing the supplier trainings. So we bring the hoteliers on to actually talk about their hotels, their destinations, like what live webinars so they can our advisors can come in and ask questions destination trainings about the destinations and it could be anything from like okay we're going to do a destination training about our favorite hotels in paris to like itineraries through costa rica so you don't have to have gone you can actually go on you can watch these trainings live you can also watch everything's recorded edited and saved in our training portal so you can log on like it's 10 o'clock on a sunday night and somebody's asking you something log on find it But the bigger thing is the community. There's always somebody who can help answer your question too. So let's say like you haven't been to Alaska, you went and watched the Alaska destination training. You're still like, I can't tell, like they want to go on a cruise, but which cruise ship is the right one? Like Mm -hmm. you go in, there's a cruise channel full of people who know all of this stuff left, right, and center and love sharing. So you can go in and ask that question, even if that's not your area of expertise. For me personally, like I've done this forever and ever. I haven't been everywhere. Like, no, no way. It's That's possible. Also, financially, it's like you can't. How are you? Yeah, financially. That? And like, I got kids. I have a job. Like, I can't yeah. be on the road all the time. So having this community, even for me as like the expert, I rely on them. I reach out to say like, okay, client has like one night in, you know, DC. Where is like the restaurant they should be eating then? Like, and so that's the kind of stuff where you just have the support of a community. That's like training fills a lot of gaps having access to information that's like real time fills a lot of gaps. Community, you can't do it without it. Yeah, because I'm sure you can say this is the kind of person who likes a whole, they want to discover something. It's somebody who wants a hole in the wall, kind of more hip out of the limelight. Or you could say, hey, this is somebody who wants to go to a notable restaurant who likes to maybe run in with a certain kind of crowd. Da, 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 da. 
Exactly. And there's the thing that I think is so neat is that when you have that bigger community, you have something where it's like, there's always somebody who's either like just been about to go, just had a client there. Mm-hmm. There's always like real time information. It's almost oh. like, like a very curated, like real person trip advisor where yeah. it's like people who are like, okay, actually that hotel, I know it's supposed to be really good, but like my client was just there and had problems with this. And so then, you know, ahead of time. So all of that real-time information and all the tools that we're building around that is really what we give to our advisors to try to modernize this industry because it's a very it's a very old school industry with like zero technology. How hard is it, you know, if I tomorrow became an advisor, how hard is it to kind of like break into the industry? Because I think the misconception is you must have a bunch of followers on Instagram and you must have like a travel Instagram, but Fora sets you up to not really have to have any of that by any means. You just need to know a few people. Yeah, that's and I think that's first of all, you'd be an amazing travel advisor. You should totally thank you so much <laughs> with all your free time. But I think the thing is like, and I say this again and again to our advisors, it's not about being an influencer. It's about being a person of influence in your community. So mm-hmm. you don't need to have like a huge sphere of influence. You need to have like I don't know three to five friends who want to book a vacation with yeah. you. Talk to your, if you're younger, talk to your parents' friends that might be having money that they're traveling. If you are getting married and you're that age range, all of your other friends are planning honeymoons too. That is how we see a I lot love of what it. you said about bachelorettes. Like my, I, I went like ding, ding, ding. Like, cause if you've been on one or two bachelorettes, you have the authority to plan a bachelorette trip. A hundred percent. So all of that, there's all these different entry points. Like if you are a mom and you're looking to go back to work and you're like, Hmm, I know all these other mothers that are traveling with their children and trying to mm. figure out like how do I travel with my kids but still be authentic to like my travel taste. If you are looking, and we have a lot of in our community too of people who are sort of like starting to think about retirement and like sunsetting their corporate jobs and looking at travel as a way to like continue working but doing something they really love. So like you mm. can be any age, you can be any stage of life. And this is a job that you can bring your personal network to and really start to like monetize what you love doing so that you don't have to have some sort of big network, like start with small. I actually think starting small is the right way. Don't overwhelm yourself. Start small, start building those referrals come in and you just start. It all snowballs because I'm sure say I'm like Susie Lou who lives in whatever and I, you know, have a kid in elementary school and I plan one trip for like a mom at my school and I do a good job. She's going to tell all the moms. All of it. Yep. Like that, instantly. That is how I built my business really. So before I started Fora, I ran a very small travel agency that I started. And it really was because my kids were really young and I felt like nobody was really talking to like other parents who wanted to like, you know, still like have that like Toto Santos or San Miguel vibe, but like they now have children and they're traveling yeah. and different needs. And that was really like what I started with is like a couple moms that I knew and then it grew and then it grew. And, you know, I hired people and I built up this business. It was hard because I was doing it without the support of like a bigger team. I like, you know, I wanted to do something different eventually, but that's what we want to do is like empower all of those people to be able to like start their small businesses, build it up, but like, let us do the hard work. We'll give you the marketing. We'll handle like chasing your commissions, like all of that stuff we'll do. So they can really focus on building that business because it's fun, but it is work. And like, you kind of need, you kind of need somebody to guide you through it. Well, Speaking of guiding, there's a lot of technology involved in Fora, which I also have like a million questions for you from like a founder's perspective of like, holy shit, how did you do that? But that's for another podcast. But talk to us about the tech that you have available. 
Yeah. I mean, tech to us is super important. So we're three co-founders and one of our, our CTO, Jake, he, this is his realm. And we have an office full of very smart engineers, which I love to hear them like sitting around talking about like travel problems, because this is not a realm where engineers have really been before. So one of the first things we did was really building out our portal. So where you can log in basic things, like things that don't, that like exist in other industries, but don't exist, like don't exist in ours. When people first look at it, they're like, wait, what? You don't have a way to like easily collect payment information. So we built something called the vault where I can mm-hmm. text you and you can be like, boop, boop, boop. Here's my credit card information. It gets secure. No. So that didn't exist. So that, which is weird, but it didn't. Amazing. Part of it. We save, have client information. You can add the notes. You can add their Hyatt loyalty card numbers, all oh. of that stuff. So starting to build our own CRM. Now these exist in the industry, but what people have been doing is piecing together like, okay, I'm going to subscribe to this CRM and I'm going to subscribe to this itinerary designer over here. And then I'm going to like book all these three different ways. So then we went for bookings platform. So this was really big. The travel industry runs on top of something called the GDS. It's a global distribution system. And it's kind of like where hotels kind of upload all of their Mm. inventory into. It's like DOS-based coding to do it the regular rate. I've been trained in it twice. Like, I don't think I'm stupid, but I could not. I was like, what? I did again. I was like, uh, still no. Yeah. So what we did is actually built a platform on top of that so that you can go in, you can search, you can book. It's linked up to your credit, your, your client. So you could just select that client. Everything links together. And one of the coolest things is that even with now we have so much more functionality and we're building in, but even with now, what you can see is how many other Fora advisors have booked that hotel, how many times. So if you like, oh, wow. don't, Oh, Nashville that well, you can look through and be like, all right, this one, like, yes, I can go into forum and I can ask questions. Yes, I can watch a destination training, but I can also even just see, I can see a lot of people are booking this hotel a lot of times. So that's a good sign. So all of that stuff is really where we're trying to take tech and it's not meant to replace humans. It's meant to scale the humans so they can like do their jobs. Yeah, of course. Well, by the way, like also what I want to add really quickly is that you guys have also set everything up. So you do everything through Fora. And as an advisor, you get paid every two weeks. You just get your commission, which is incredible. But by the way, I want to point out, that's what I do with my manager. And that's what I do with Dear Media, who runs my podcast. I knew that I could do a podcast, but I knew that paying a producer myself, reaching out all day long to all of the different advertisers, making sure that the contracts line up, making sure that they don't cannibalize each other, making sure that the legalities are there. I was like, that's a full-time job for me. And it's not something that I can even afford to have be a full-time job. So guess what? I went to the people who do it best, which is Dear Media. They run all of the back end for me. I do my hard work. And guess what? I get my paychecks. And it's incredible because that's, you need to, if I have learned anything in my 37 years of being a human being is you need to know what you're not good at and you need to have somebody else do it for you. And they're going to take a little percentage of whatever and you get paid and that's it. Because I would pay probably more than that percentage to have somebody else do all that heavy lifting for me anyway. Yeah. And I think that's really important to understand is like, that is, that is the way the industry works where it's a percentage. So the commission comes in your agency your host agency in the same way as real estate, your host agency keeps a percentage and then the rest goes to you. And that's the majority. So you can offload that stuff that you don't want to do. Like, I mean, the amount of time I spent like trying to like chase commissions, get paid for the work I'd already no, done. No, 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 no. It's, it, it's crazy. Ridiculous. Chasing people for, com- is awful. And also, by the way, that's like not what I'm good at, like beating. Well, now I'm good at it, but that wasn't really what I intended to do. I intended to plan amazing trips, not to like beat down doors to get paid. 
like, let us be the bad guys there. Like you go be the great guy for your client and plan great trips. Like that is the kind of thing. So we really do try to provide that support in all of the ways, like the like happy, like we'll give you a hug and tell you you're doing great, but also the like, I'll go beat down that door. You're good. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, and I think that's a really, like we talk about this all the time on the podcast, like how to really be an entrepreneur. It's like, you know, things like setting yourself up as an S corp and like tax stuff and all of that. But really like as someone who wasn't doing all of that before and was chasing everyone for all of my, I mean, the amount of time, like those are billable hours that you are using. So every minute, every hour you are spending chasing someone down for your commission, you could be making that money. You could be making that money. And I also think like, it's really interesting what you said about like the S corp and like, how do I set up a business? Because the thing about travel advising is like, maybe you want to do this a little bit and it's really just something you're making like a little bit of income on. But what we've seen is a lot of our top advisors are really becoming like their own real businesses. So something that we're doing in the new year is we've brought in a financial coach and we're actually like training all around that for them. Like, should I start an LLC? Like, do I need to get my own E&O insurance? Or has it, but do, do I get my own? Like what, how do I plan for like financial? How do I do financial planning when my income goes like this? Because it's mm-hmm. commission-based. So all of that stuff around it, what we think is like our training and our support for our community needs to grow with them. They are entrepreneurs, that they, they are the business. So how do we support them? And that's, I think can be like the hardest part of running your own business is Big time. like, who's going to help me with anybody? No, it's me. So having something where we can really like take what I needed and like give it to them now is something it just makes me feel really good. I think this is so incredible for people who want to be entrepreneurial, but are maybe like scared of Instagram and think that you need to have this like gorgeous travel based Instagram. Because by the way, if I were to sign up as a Fora advisor, plan a couple trips for a couple friends, have them send me photos. I put those photos on my Instagram. I can remain faceless. I could be like, I'm PP travel, da 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 da. You upload other things. You have people write little reviews. Like you're cruising. 
Yeah. And that I think it is tr- like not everybody wants to be really public facing. No. Some people want to take a step back. I don't want to be public facing anymore either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your life is out there now. But every advisor does have their own profile page on the website. So there they can upload itineraries for their favorite places. They can have reviews from their clients that are posted there. So they can control their presence on the website Amazing. that way. You can even change it to no vacancy. If they have too many clients right now, they can't take on new ones. They can actually change it. So like not accepting new clients. So all of that is something where like, you don't have to create a website. It's that's like really hard. I tried to do that. Like, again, I'm not stupid and I yeah, not. you don't have to be great at Instagram. Like my Instagram is really like my kids and my dog being completely insane. Like you don't have to be like, I'm so great at like taking a good picture or you can. And that's, I think that is the way that any entrepreneurship totally. live is like, what are you good at? Lean in on that, find the things you love and frankly, don't do the stuff you don't, you don't excel at. I love the fact that it's such a community-based program that you could really rely on other people within Fora to help you. I really think like from a human perspective, it just sounds like really nice and refreshing. I mean, it feels like that's the whole thing with the pandemic, right? We just realized how much we missed people. And when the world started opening up, it's like travel came back so strong. It was like obviously a good time to like lean in on travel. Were you so shocked by that? If somebody had told me back when I was like sitting in my WeWork in like March 2020, by the way, you're not going to go anywhere. You're not going to see anybody. I'm so glad I didn't know. I'm so glad it all had to unfold like that. But when it did start happening again, I think just realize like we love the world. We love each other. And like we all wanted to see each other and see things. We want to see each other and we want to like connect with other humans and help each other. So we are like so not past that. It's such recent memory. And I think I see it so much with travel is that people want to go out there and like be in new places. And that new place might be really far away and it might be like the next town over. But to like actually have those human interactions, it feels good to be like facilitating that in a a nice way. Okay. Now I want to talk about your favorite places. (laughs) Like now I want to pick your brain as like a traveler. Okay. First of all, what is your favorite place you've ever been to? Oh, it's so hard. I mean, the hotel, everybody at work is like so sick of me talking about this hotel because I love it so much. But Hotel Sencia in Mexico is like it's the, the best. Oh, you know. Oh, it is. It's best. It's, it's the it's best. Special, right? Like yes. everything down. By the way, like, you know that like the guy that runs it used to do like PR for Prada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so no, like mid-century Italian furniture. It's the chicest. It's so sick. So people, if you don't know Asensia, it was like an Italian duchess's home in like on the beach in Mexico. And they returned it into this like sexy, jungly, like it's just heaven. And you can't even find the entrance, which is like always a thing that I love. Like it's, there's all, it's like in the middle of like, there's, you know, big hotels around and then you can't, you drive right past it. It's heaven. So yeah. One of my favorite places that I don't go back to the same place very often. That one, I will never stop going back to. Well, also what's nice about it is I used to go to Tulum when Koki Koki was there, like when I was in my 20s in New York, because it was so easy to get to and not expensive. And Tulum is disgusting now. (laughs) Sorry. I know it's so it's like so busy and so not what's wild. And so Asensio, you're still on that beautiful like Caribbean water, but you're not in the whole you like pass by the crazy giant hotels and then it's like right before it gets into Tulum area. So you still get to enjoy that stretch of beach. Totally. I love okay. that you love that hotel so much. We're on the same page. <laughs> What's your favorite cold weather place? Cold weather place. I mean, I really don't like love cold weather. I do love 
You know, I love Aspen and I know that sounds so snooty, but I think if you, if you like, if you're not an Aspen around like peak, like travel times, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be there at Christmas, but I do really, really love it for just like getting a little, like it, it's not busy. The lift lines are never long. I love a long lunch at cloud nine. It's just, and it's a great little town full of really cute hotels. Like I think mm-hmm. the Jerome is to die for. To There's die nothing for. in that lobby. It's just cozy and it's historic and I do really love it, but I, I have to get back into the whole like cold weather thing. I'm often just trying to run away. To- <laughs> what do you think are going to be the like cool destinations of 2024? Coming up in 2024, what do I mean? I think people are like, like you were saying about Positano is so busy. I think there's going to be more like Julia versus Positano, which we're yeah. already seeing or like going to, I was just in Paris at La Fantasy, which is a new hotel that opened this year and it's out in the ninth. And so you're like a little mm-hmm. bit away from everything. It's super chic, super small, like the kind of place where finding those gems, even in the places that like, we'll always want to go back to Paris, but we want to go to someplace that's, that's like, like a little bit away from totally. the crowd. It feels super special. Or like, there's a place I'm obsessed with outside of London called Heckfield Place. And it's all like, cocktails and board games and art and and it's like you know you don't have to go and be at a busy beach you can go and do London and then go somewhere that's out in the countryside and just feels like so special so I think like what we're seeing trend-wise is yes there are destinations like Japan that are going to continue to be super super popular and for for good reason but that people like we saw a lot of Egypt we saw a lot of Galapagos like we're seeing a lot of South America and like Asia happening. So people that are looking for something that's more off the beaten path or looking for the off the beaten path places in the places they're going already. Like what yeah. is like not as run overrun in, in Italy, for example. What's your favorite spa wellness hotel? Mm. I've never I, done that. So I'm always curious. I, you know what? I, in a, I hadn't for a long time and then I started getting into it. And the thing I think that's so cool about it is they're so different. There's like, you know, a mirror ball where you can like do workout classes and also have like an organic wine. But I think a place that I went and I did not know, I'll be honest, I did not know how I was going to feel about it, but I'm like obsessed now is called Shaw, S-H-A. Shaw is in the South of Spain, but it's opening this year in Mexico. And it is like, it's kind of like medical. Like you could like, there's like a brain doctor and also nutrition. It's all vegan food, delicious food, no caffeine, no alcohol, didn't miss it at all. Like crazy sciencey type treatments, but also you can just like get a massage. It's like a, it's a very specific kind of program. And it was more like known by Europeans because it's in Spain and it was far for like Americans to get there, but now it's opening just around like in near Cancun. So you're going to have like pop in and go for three days. I've never felt healthier than I felt when I walked out of that place. You have a busy life and you're like working and and all that to go someplace. That's actually like this is just about me taking care of myself. If you can make time for that, this is like, this is a place it's worth giving it a shot. What is your favorite underrated hotel in Italy? Oh, okay. I, I have two. Okay. That I love, that I like almost hesitate to share. Um, <laughs> in, in Florence, it's called the place. Okay. It's kind of like a sensia. Like you would never, you would not even see it. Mm-hmm. It is very small. Like people who are in the know know it. Like the GM, I think is like the only actual Florentine GM that runs a hotel in oh, Florence, wow. a five-star hotel, but it is completely just, you, you don't even see it. Best spaghetti I've ever had in my life. Like people who like, like Florentines go there to like, just eat their spaghetti because it's so good. 
And it, the design, it feels like a home really. It's yeah. like what if you're walking into somebody's home, but it is like a without question run like a five-star hotel. Also because of their connections to lots of sort of businesses in Florence, they can really open doors that you don't get into mm. otherwise private spaces. Like they support a lot of the craftsmen. So it feels very connected to Florence. Cool. I love Florence. Florence can be like very, very busy. So again, it's like that, like off the beaten path, but it's still in the center of Florence and you just don't even know it exists. So the place and then out in Tuscany, Lupaya, it's only 10 rooms. It's like in the middle, it's like 10 minutes from Pienza. It's near Montepulciano. The food is insane. Mm-hmm. The wine is amazing. You can like go biking. You're down a gravel road. It's like the picture of like what I would want my Tuscan house. Yeah, to yeah. So I love them. I love them. I, I think like Italy them. is harder than people think because Italy you can either really get like the chicest place in the world or like the tacky like there's like Davide my husband's always like we're one or the other <laughs> like it's either yeah, one really or the good other. or it's really bad <laughs> I think location is really confusing to people because things I mean like Tuscany like the first time that I went I stayed in like a very cute hotel but like everything that I wanted to do was just a really long drive and like and those drivers make a lot of money during those high seasons and those car rides are very expensive and driving in Italy is scary if you do it on your own. Yeah, so I think knowing like not just what's the style but like where is it what's the vibe and like I want I want my like countryside experience to be like you know, out of a storybook. Like I want it to be a movie. I want totally. somebody to like serve me great wine and I want to yes. sit by a beautiful pool and have great food, but also not have to like have my kids like throwing up in the back of the car because we tried to go see something else. Carmela threw up in the back of the car last time we were in Italy because <laughs> this is my husband's like own country. But we were like, we went to like a this place and like a, there was a, it was booked out for a wedding and we like couldn't turn around and we had just got there and we were so excited to go straight to the beach and we were like winding around and I turned around and she was going, uh, uh, and I was like, are you okay? And she went, Bleh. and I was like, oh no. Here we go. Oh, here we go. First hour of the trip. <laughs> I had to like, fully strip a child in the Bari airport in Puglia to put all of them clothes on because once we got out of the car, I was like, nope, we can't even walk in the airport. Puglia has a lot of driving. Yeah. Throw it, throw it in the garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. I'm so excited to share what you're doing. Listen, anybody who's listening, there's two great options. You can book a fabulous trip using Fora or you can really start an incredible entrepreneurial journey for yourself as a Fora advisor. So thank you for giving everybody the opportunity to live their best life in whatever direction they take. Hey, well, thank you. Yeah. Come join our community. We're a lot of fun or just book a great trip with one of our advisors. They're great. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.
please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.